Hey everyone, I'm Blake Atwell and welcome into the Blake Show NBA Sports Betting Podcast on the Believe Podcast Network, coming to you nationally on TuneIn Believe Betting Radio, also on YouTube, Spotify, Apple, and wherever else you listen to your podcasts. We got a seven-game NBA slate tonight, and I'm going to spend most of today's show focusing on one of the teams on this slate, and that would be the Golden State Warriors. After I talk about the Warriors for a bit, I'll also give you some good uh, value plays to work with on the DraftKings Sportsbook for Golden State's matchup with Brooklyn tonight. So let's get to it. Alrighty, so I want to start by kind of talking about the state of the Warriors today. They're 23 and 23, currently fighting with Minnesota and the Clippers for that sixth spot in the Western Conference. They're 17 and five at home, but six and 18 on the road, which is what has kind of bogged them down to the lower part of the Western Conference playoff standings so far this season. And just for reference, that six and 18 NBA road record is the fourth worst in the league. Now, after winning it all last season, it's no secret that the offseason didn't necessarily go perfectly or maybe even as planned for the Warriors. Uh, as I said, over the course of the, the, the summer and the offseason and then even into this season, and we have to kind of start by recounting the Draymond Green Jordan Poole incident. That takes place, and you can definitely see some awkwardness just around the team, <laughs> just how the guys were talking to the media, of course, dealing with that elephant in the room. And then also just how they looked on the floor. Um, and then the Warriors are also going into this season without Otto Porter or Gary Payton II. And these are two guys who really helped them over the top last year in terms of death. Championship teams in the NBA, they always have in sort of this recent era of you you have kind of your 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 two stars usually or your one one A star and then maybe like a one B star and then a bunch of really good role players and good depth to your team. And the Warriors were no exception to that last year. Those are just two guys that left in the summer and went other places that I think hurt the Warriors' depth heading into this year. And I think that their front office mindset and sort of the mindset of anybody that watches the league going into the season was, well, you know, their luxury tax bill is already so high with paying Steph and 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 Draymond and Clay and Andrew Wiggins that one of the biggest storylines is kind of, okay, you have this young core that was an instrumental part in them winning the championship last year, along with that sort of added veteran depth that they had. Um, and you're kind of wondering heading into the season. And then as the first couple of weeks of the season go by, can this young core sort of replace that depth that they lost and also take the next step and really make them sort of unbeatable? Because you have your veteran stars, but then you also have these younger players that have really been coming into their own over the last season plus now. Um, and specifically, the guys that I'm talking about here are Jordan Poole, Jonathan Kaminga, James Wiseman, Moses Moody in, in a lesser role because he's more of a of a good role player that plays well in his role. Um, and what I would say in terms of answering that question of can these young guys take the next step? I think that it's been a mixed bag so far this season. Uh, we'll start with the, with the good and good is an understatement. The great Jordan Poole, who's taken another big step forward, despite that drama to start the season uh, that he found himself in with Draymond green. He's been great this season uh, with the ball in his hands as a scorer, as a playmaker. And Steph Curry has obviously missed some time 
And the other night against Cleveland, they rested for their five starters, Golden State, which I'll get to in a moment. But whether he's with Curry or Curry's out, you have seen another step in sort of his offensive development, both as a scorer and a playmaker. So you look at the numbers and his points and his assists are up from last season. And he's also playing a career high in minutes. He's playing about 31 minutes a night. Um, so in terms of this young core, Jordan Poole is definitely the the highlight of, of sort of the success of, of that core. When we look at the other two and sort of this main three that I'm focusing on here, Jonathan Kaminga and James Wiseman, sort of on the other hand here, they're a different story. And I think this is sort of where it becomes a mixed bag because I think people in the league have been watching to sort of see, okay, these guys have shown flashes. Wiseman has struggled to stay on the court, but when he's stayed on the court, he's, he's shown flashes and same with Jonathan Kaminga. But what about consistency? And I just think that consistency hasn't been there for those two guys this year, whether it be injury or role within the team, et cetera. But as I said, for Wiseman, you're looking at injuries for the most part. He's played in 19 of the Warriors' 46 games this season, and he's going to miss the game tonight against Brooklyn with an ankle issue. So that's something that's kind of been bogging him down. And when you look at both Kaminga and Wiseman, these are guys that could be stars in the next, I would say, three, four years. And if we're being honest right now, that still looks a ways away when you watch those two play as young, very solid role players on this team. But I think the real question here is, you know, sort of expectation wise, people were kind of expecting, I think those two guys to take another leap this season. But the real question here, I think is what do the Warriors need out of those guys to get to where they want to be, which is to win another championship and to win the Western conference. Um, and it's not that they don't need this iteration. The Warriors, similarly to last year, they don't need Jonathan Kaminga and James Wiseman to be stars or, or to take a Jordan pool level leap where they're just improving at an incredible rate every season. Um, I think what they needed for those two guys is to consistently be on the floor, which that hasn't happened so far as we talked about with Wiseman and then just playing with consistent effort, playing hard on both ends of the floor and in turn taking some of the load off of the veteran guys, off of the starting five of Looney, Steph, Clay, Draymond, and Wiggins. And speaking of sort of taking the load off of those guys, the encouraging thing for Golden State is they have been able to find contributions outside of the young guys to help manage that load. So where those guys have been a little inconsistent, I think if we take a look at Golden State's last game, which was a road win, as I said earlier, over the 19 and five Cleveland Cavaliers, they're 19 and five at home. So not an easy place to win or, or play on the road. And I think this is sort of an example of the young guys that played doing just fine, do, you know, playing within the themselves within their role on this current team. But then the Warriors getting some, some really good production and, and showing some, some depth. So the Warriors in this game, they rest most of their starting lineup. As I said, off the top of the show, in this game, Steph Curry doesn't play, Draymond doesn't play, and Wiggins doesn't play because they had played in that really hard-fought overtime game against the Celtics uh, just before that game. And Warriors were still able to get out a win. 
and you're getting contributions from Dante DiVincenzo, Ty Jerome, Jamichael Green, Anthony Lamb. Jordan Poole does his usual usual Jordan Poole thing when Steph Curry is out. He drops 32 points. No surprise there. That's kind of the expectation for him now as a guy who's giving you, even when Steph is in the lineup, 20 points a game. But then you add 17 from Dante DiVincenzo. You add 22 from Ty Jerome. 13 from Jermichael Green, 12 from Lamb, and then Jonathan Kuminga chips in and gives you 10 points in the starting lineup. This is a very impressive win, and it's one that could speak. If we look back on this season, the Warriors end up making another run. You can look at a game like that in the regular season and say, ah, this is sort of evidence of why this Warriors team was able to, even though they lost some of their depth from the previous year, was able to get it together in the end and, and make a run. Um, and I think that that's the biggest question here with the Warriors is, can this team repeat? And I would say, based on what we're seeing, what we have been seeing recently from the role players, mainly on this team, I would say the answer is yes. I can definitely see this group winning the West, making the finals again this year. And I'll start there and tell you why. This starting five that they have is just as scary as it was last season. And I I would argue, and obviously Clay Thompson really returned the form once the playoffs hit last year. And, you know, people in the media have scrutinized him a lot this season uh, where he's been inconsistent at times. And you can't expect the guy to be the exact player that he was before the injuries that he had. He had devastating injuries that most players don't come back from. So the fact that he came back, he's starting and he's giving you 20 points a night this season. Um, so you have obviously clay sort of, um, returning to, to form and, and showing some more consistency. You have Steph, you have Draymond Wiggins, who's great on that team in that role, which is why they, uh, may are making sure to keep him around. It looks like, and then Kevon Looney, uh, inside, but with those starters, you sort of look beyond that with his team. And, and I think what can really make a big difference for this year's group is the production they're getting from their guard rotation. I mentioned some of this earlier when I talked about that win over the Cavs, but I want to specifically talk about the guards. So you have Steph and you have Clay already the best tandem in the history of the league, guard tandem in the history of the league. No argument there. I don't, I don't, I don't think best shooting tandem in the history of the league. Then you have a supporting cast of Jordan Poole, Dante DiVincenzo, Ty Jerome, and Moses Moody. And that is a scary, good, deep guard rotation. It's the best, deepest guard rotation in the league, I think. And if the guys that I mentioned above, DiVincenzo, Poole, Ty Jerome, Moses Moody, if these guys can continue to make meaningful contributions on the floor like they did in that Cleveland game. Um, look, this Warriors team is deep. You can see them starting to gel. And the West is completely wide open. And the reality that I think exists here is that none of the teams ahead of the Warriors in the standings right now have any meaningful experience in the playoffs. Denver and the Clippers have made their own runs in individual years, but haven't been able to break through. And I'm not taking either of those teams over the way that this Warriors team is looking in a seven-game series, let alone Memphis or New Orleans or Dallas or Sacramento. I know Memphis is the hot team that everybody likes to talk about this year is making that jump, but we saw what happened on Christmas. They couldn't beat the Warriors um, who were undermanned. And I'm going to believe it when I see it with Memphis in terms of beating the Warriors. Um, 
Warriors, they currently have the sixth best odds in the DraftKings Sportsbook to win the title at plus 1,000 behind two Western Conference teams, Memphis, uh, as I mentioned, and the Denver Nuggets. And then you're looking at that East trio of Milwaukee, Brooklyn, and Boston. And I think I need to see some more basketball rest of the season before I can sit up here and affirmatively say that I think Golden State can take down Boston, for example, again this year in the finals. But outside of the Celtics, I like this team's odds against anyone in the league. Speaking of which, now that we're kind of ending our Warriors breakdown part of the show, um, we're going to end it today by giving you some DraftKings Sportsbook value plays for Golden State's matchup tonight with the Kevin Durant-less Brooklyn Nets. So we got Nets and Warriors, San Francisco uh, at the Chase Center at 8.40 p.m. Eastern. Warriors are expected to have their entire quarterback in action tonight, minus James Wiseman, who's dealing with an ankle problem. And DraftKings currently is the Warriors' Seven and a half point favorites, minus 305 on the money line. Kyrie Irving on the Brooklyn side, he's been carrying them as of late. He scored 48 in their win over Utah. I would say for the Nets to win this game, he'd need to do a similar thing. But back the Warriors tonight. Don't mess around with this line. And then you can find plus money value in the player props department in this one. I'm going to start there by talking about Andrew Wiggins. Uh, I like his... Over two and a half assists at plus 155. He's given you three or more assists in his last two starts. And I project that he'll do so tonight with a fully healthy uh, roster out there with him. Lots of shot makers around him. And he plays so well in the flow of that Golden State offense. He'll get at least three assists. I think that's a good plus money bet that you can make. Then I'll give you one on the Brooklyn side as well. Uh, I'll take Joe Harris over two and a half threes. That's at plus 140. And then I'll also take Seth Curry over two and a half threes at plus 135. The reality in this one is that Brooklyn is going to need hot shooting from both of those guys to stay in the game. And I definitely think even though you should back the Warriors, I do think the Nets will be able to stay in this one. Um, so take those plus 20 player props, props on the Nets side uh, with the made three pointers for those two shooters. And another thing to keep in mind when you look at Seth Curry is this is the Curry Bowl, man. This is the battle of the Curry. Seth versus Seth. Seth wow, say that five times fast. Seth versus Steph, I meant to say. <laughs> and I am confident that Seth Curry can hit that two and a half uh, made threes over against his brother. And with that, we have ourselves a Sunday show. Please add the show as one of your favorite radio stations at the link in the description. Subscribe on YouTube. Listen to the show on Apple Music, iHeartRadio, Spotify, wherever else you happen to listen to your podcasts. Thank you for watching and listening, and I will see you next time.